Hello, and welcome to Cursed Content Club. As always, I am your host, Chris Wolfhart, and with me as always are Dan and Bob, video games from gigaboots.com. This show is pretty crisp. What? And Dr. Agro from Dr. Agro. What? See, it's like cursed, but Chris is the host. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, I don't no. get it. Okay. But today we're watching Remember Me for reasons I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Just been meaning to get to this one, but I keep forgetting about it. Huh. You'd, you'd think that would be something you'd never forget. I, I would think that, yes, actually. But yeah, Dan just had really strong feelings about this coming-of-age romantic film directed by Alan Coulter and starring Robert uh, Pattinson. I Robert mean, Pattinson. I loved him in The Batman, so oh I needed God. to see that's other true. non-Twilight films that yeah. feature him. Honestly, that's why I remember this movie. This was two years after Twilight 1. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, bro, you don't get to be in movies. You made Twilight. <laughs> Right? It's like if Daniel Radcliffe appeared in another movie during Harry Potter being filmed. It's like, I'm in this dude. We're like, no, no, no. Get back in the box. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad that Robert Pattinson escaped Twilight and now gets to be Batman. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's a feel-good story. It really is. It really Man, is. Like, I, like we, we were fucking teenagers or the equivalent when Twilight came out. Nobody hated that movie more than Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it's true. Robert Pattinson is really obviously like a gloomy, stoic guy to begin with, so it must have hurt a lot to be like, I'm playing the worst version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got and then he got to go be Batman, which is like the positive version of that. <laughs> He's the positive worst version of himself. <laughs> cool. Moody, solitary asshole. Ex exemplary. <laughs> Complimentary. Instead of derogatory. <laughs> Does anybody have anything to say about this movie beyond us talking about Robert Pattinson? I'm just, I'm braced. It's a 2010 romantic movie starring the guy from Twilight. I'm sure everything in it is going to be healthy and above board. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't really have any expectations at all. I really don't know what's in this. Yeah, other than knowing that like Robert Pattinson's in here and uh -huh. getting to see his acting from that era and how that was. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect. I highly doubt the Riddler shows up, <laughs> but I'm still going to hope for it deep down that Paul Dano's in this film and gets upset. <laughs> God, he'd be like even younger than Pattinson. I don't know how old he'd oh. be at this point, like 23 at oldest. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he's, he would be, uh, 26 oh really yeah hmm. maybe he'll be in this movie and uh and, and fix some the fix the settings on somebody's tv in it <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe he'll just be in a diner and freaking out as the cops grab him we don't know <laughs> anything is possible in the realm of remember me we should go watch the movie but if you, listener, want to watch with us, you can head over to patreon.com slash gbpodcast and pick up our Remember Me commentary track so you can watch along. That's it. I've shielded enough. That's it. Hit the music, Danny. Okay.
back, Remember Me is a terrible romantic drama where every character is unlikable, there's multiple abusive fathers, and you kind of want every character in it to die. Unfortunately, the only character that does is Robert Pattinson, the main character, who dies in 9-11. So, Dan, what did you think of Remember Me? <laughs> I could not imagine the rest of the film that resides around this one concluding thought that was, wouldn't it be fucked up if was going to be so awful, so staffed fully with nothing but unlikable assholes, so meandering in its focus and ceaseless in its drama and baggage that everyone has. This is, quite frankly, one of the worst pretentious 2010-ish uh, dramas I've ever watched, and I've watched the comedy, Tim Heidecker's movie. Not not a recommendation to go watch that, by the way. I'm just saying I've done it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give this film a negative four. It really is just knocking it out of the park for... No, there's... No. no just... No. Bob. Yeah, I was surprised that the cast like had a good number of famous actors... And I think that Robert Pattinson acting was way better than I expected. I thought we'd be dealing with something like uh, Hayden Christensen Jumper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but other than that, it's it's really got nothing going for it. There's a few standout moments, but oh man, this is not a movie I would recommend ever watching. So I'm going to give it a negative three. Like it, I feel like to get down to the negative four for me, it needs something truly offensive. <laughs> Well, okay, it does that. <laughs> yeah. Even more vile. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. See if yeah, it, it, it might have. It does that. Yes. It might have been. It might have hit harder before before that guy accidentally made 9-11 funny by asking why Turning Red didn't deal with 9-11. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Negative four. Yeah. That's. Yeah, bolting this ending onto this movie really doesn't do any favors. <laughs> I need to I need to talk to the like the writer. I need to find the writer and be like, "Did you write the end first, or is this some script that was just put that was stapled onto?" Yeah, I need to know if it's like was this supposed to be a shock thing because you didn't feel confident in the movie and you wanted something for people to talk about, or were you so far up your own ass you're like. What if this guy was just living his life and he died in 9-11? Yeah, I assume that's the direction this sort of thing comes from because yeah, like there's not enough direction to the rest of it that lends to me imagining how someone writes that. This film is a distillation of oblivious, insulated, rich white people being completely unable to contextualize any event outside of how it emotionally affected them that day. Negative four. <laughs> Thanks, I didn't have to call on you. Uh, I'm giving this a negative five. I really despised every character in this movie. I didn't find any of their interactions charming or funny. I really just found the movie exhausting. And then at the end, when they do the offensive twist ending, it wasn't even funny. Like they, I, like in my head, it was Robert Pattinson looking out the window. It's like, what's that sound? And he looks out the window, and in come, and like, there's the plane. Yeah, I thought I, we didn't get a CG plane. They yeah, the ball. And I, I think that's really messed up. We got up. the worst CG buildings I've ever seen in a movie. Right, these mm -hmm. were the least believable buildings I've ever seen in a, in a movie. 
that was trying to go for an architecture and style we have well analyzed that we have plenty of video and photography of. You know, they're not sci-fi buildings. No. They're just normal buildings and they look they're terrible. They're fucking rectangles. You could have made them fucking miniature. Look, we no. had to spend the budget on paying Robert Pattinson two years after the first Twilight movie came out. And Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. And Chris Cooper. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, yes. <sighs> we need to, we need, we need to get to our segments. Uh, best character, aggro. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh my God. Oh. Um, uh, uh, Allie's mother. Oh, really? She is delightful the entire time <laughs> she's on screen, and then she swiftly exits the film. <laughs> that, that is true. She yeah. leaves the film pretty quickly. Yeah, maybe too fast in a way that makes almost no sense. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who didn't watch the movie, they're like, what is this commentary about? See, she distressed me because I'm pretty sure her actress is the shoplifting housewife in Breaking Bad. <laughs> That's all I could think for the mo every moment she was on screen. Dan, who's the best character? Oh, no. Uh, Robert Patterson's younger sister. Darn it! Yeah, she's delightful. Um, she's, she, she's, she's an inoffensive child. That's pretty good in this it, fucking movie. Yeah, she's right. not a bad child actor. Um, her character is the least hateable in the film. Mm-hmm. Knocking it out of the park in this film that I could say those two things about you. Um, that's it. I'm done. Good night. <laughs> Bob. Windows lock up sound. <laughs> I'm going to say Robert Pattinson's mom. She seemed mm -hmm. fine every time that she was on screen. Yeah, she's, Respectable choice. Yeah, she's, just, yeah, just desperate, but yeah. not like a bad person, unlike no, she, most people. Yeah, she doesn't. I don't take Duke Nukem radioactive waste damage standing near her <laughs> right. or while she's on screen. God, I guess I gotta go. Yeah, um, good luck. God, I'm gonna give it to Chris Cooper because sometimes you just need a piece of shit cop in your thing. <laughs> sometimes you need a guy who just breaks into somebody's home, chokes them a little bit until he gets disgusted <laughs> with himself and stops and says, get a deadbolt and leaves. It's actually your fault I broke in and assaulted you. <laughs> you made me do this. Right? Like, fucking, that was insane. Characters like that have an appeal. It's a shame they didn't utilize him properly in this movie. Yeah. He wasn't awful enough to be, to like push around into. I I gotta see what this motherfucker does next. He's crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that would have involved more things happening in the film. Mm -hmm. But as there is light, so must there be darkness. We have to go to worst character, a category I feel will be a little easier. <laughs> Just a little. Throw Dan a Rock. Roommate. Oh, yep. Yeah, obviously. Roommate sucks. He's terrible. Everyone was talking about how he feels like uh, some, like everyone was saying webcomic character. My brain's like background character in undergrads. He's just some weird <laughs> fusion of some aughts, evil arcane energy distilled into one guy. He's possibly two or three different shitty characters that have fused like Voltron to make the shitty roommate. He gets high and eats the cake you bake for your girlfriend. He drinks a lot and gets others to drink with him because he's sad and lonely. He talks about how there's a party downstairs and there are plenty of uggos, which is what he would say if he was talking now, right? In 2001, I don't think they... Anyway, but there's so much alcohol, so it doesn't matter. Fuck this guy. That's fair. Aggro? Yeah, you know, it's a tough call. 
but I'm honestly think I'm going to have to go with mugger number two mm. who decides to rob a woman standing on a subway platform as the train is arriving, gets on the train, the door closes, and then the door opens again, and then he shoots her. Like, you could not be worse at mugging someone and still get away with the purse. That's true. There are a lot of really terrible people in this movie. That guy is incomprehensible. I think he just wanted to kill someone. Like, I don't think there was anything else. <laughs> There's easier ways, man. Become a cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I have to go next. Fuck. Um, Pierce Brosnan. Like, he's not so much a character as the faint whiff of an archetype that has been in every movie since the dawn of time. Mm. He's the dad who cares more about his business than his family. Oh. He's, he, he's, he didn't go to the little girl's art show. There's strife because of that. Yeah, and then he doesn't even put on a jetpack and fly around in a funny sequence at the end of the movie. <laughs> the fuck are you referencing? Oh, you're referencing the all the way. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's a much better movie. Than yes, yes, of course. It is. It's a oh. fucking masterpiece. <laughs> Man, remember when everybody inexplicably thought that movie was just the worst movie ever made for reasons I've never understood? I don't know. Maybe it was shown on TV too much. Sometimes that happens. I don't know. Bob, who's the worst character? Hmm. Bob, you need to find the tallest straw. And he's looking at 10,000 straws <laughs> right, like... that look identical. <laughs> <sighs> I... The girlfriend. Allie. Yeah. I just think that she's... Mm, I didn't like performance at any point in the movie. Yeah, I don't either. Like it, She's vapid really, and empty? Yeah. And it, like her, her acting seems wooden and unbelievable. Right? Like, way more than anyone else in the movie. Like, I, I, I at least wish Art has since I'm getting a actually surprisingly decent acting out of him. You get the real idea. He's a fucking weird and jaded asshole. Yes. <laughs> like, he sucks, but he, at least that's interesting. She's got nothing. So, yeah... Yeah, and there's also, like, not even just down to her performance. There's, like, I know nothing about her interests. Other than she has dessert first because she's weird. Yeah. Mm. That was that was bizarre. Like, it was, like, it came from an entirely different movie. Yeah, that one was right out of the playbook. Someone just, like, we need a dinner conversation. and I don't want to write it. Go to the drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we have to do scenes now. Oh, boy. A gray mirage. <laughs> Bob, we're doubling up. Yes. What's the best scene? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to give it this scene. <laughs> Where they do the stunning reveal of the chalkboard that shows it's 9-11. <laughs> That that literally sucker punched me. And I knew it was coming. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know that shot was in it. They moved that camera across the room, and it's like they punched the audience. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is way too direct. Good Lord. Yeah, that was... And this was after six minutes of listening to the piano talk like a devastating faded event is about to occur while nothing's happening. Right? Yeah. God, that moment. I assume this movie was marketed as having that moment. No. Oh. No, they didn't say shit. That was the Shyamalan. Oh you my got God. Shyamalan. 
they were like, come watch this Robert Pattinson movie. He definitely Ooh. won't be hurt by, hit by a plane. <laughs> what a weird thing to say to your trailer. Okay, I'll show up. <laughs> it was very funny. <sighs> oh, fuck. I have to go. Oh, God. I'm going to give it to the scene where Chris Cooper has broken into Robert Pattinson's apartment and is choking him. <laughs> Because you really think, like, okay, he's he's got Robert Pattinson beat. He can't do shit. He's strangling him. What is Rob, what is going to, how is this going to resolve? It's just Chris Cooper being like, you're not worth a murder charge. Get a deadbolt. And it's storming out. I thought that was pretty good. And it was the closest anything came to happening in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, it was the one Dixie cup they set up at the beginning of the movie. And it finally fell over in that scene. And then the movie went, well, it already fell over. So <laughs> go home. Yeah, go right. home. And then we got to start that arc that took six minutes. Aggro. <laughs> uh, uh. I don't know what movie you guys were watching, but when Robert Pattinson yeah. went ape shit on that elementary school yeah. class. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. Great. I mean, like, just fucking scared straight. Are you listening now to an 11 year old girl? I thought he was going to kill one of them. It was amazing. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Dan. All the actual best scenes have now been taken. <laughs> the best scene in this movie, thus, that is remaining, is when they pull the mask off and go, this girl, this girl's not like the others. She eats dessert first. <laughs> and my heart sank as I go, oh no. This movie has no ideas, does it? Honestly, if they had been, if the whole movie was that hack, it should probably be better. Well, yeah, it would also be a romantic comedy, and even those That's try true. harder on their female love interest than this does. God, this was like, a, a, we're, a, we're not a romantic comedy, we're a romantic trauma. What's the difference? We didn't write anything in ours. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's suicide and a murder and all sorts of sadness and 9-11. <laughs> it's like, okay, you got anything to say about any of those? Wouldn't it suck? God damn it. <laughs> I wasn't sure if 9-11 sucked. <laughs> right. Thank you, movie. <laughs> Fuck. We definitely didn't have 20 years about that. No. God, no. I need to spend more time ruminating. <laughs> like, the thing of it is, we, 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 we didn't in fiction. Like, you didn't do this kind of thing. Like, th th this was still deep in the, in the sacrosanct memorialization age. Right. And this movie came out, in, like, in that very insular, completely self-absorbed idiot writing a screenplay about rich people having emotional problems way went, I deserve this. Yeah. My, my, my script deserves this. I'm going to get away with it because I've written... Such a powerful film that the only ending worthy <laughs> of this screenplay is an equally powerful moment in American history. E equally. Gross. Equally. <laughs> well, with that, we got to go to worst scene. I'll start. Uh, the worst scene is the reveal that it's on 9-11 and he's in the tower because they don't show the plane. They just have him look out the window and have a horrible VFX shot and it cuts to black. In fact, uh, I'm going to have to have to actually ask for something unreasonable this time hmm. for accursed content that we don't normally do. Um, Dan, I'm going to need you to put that VFX shot in the video. 
<laughs> like, I need you to just give people an idea of how bad we're talking here. Okay. <laughs> Bob! <laughs> oh, man. The worst scene has got to be when, when Robert Pattinson picks up the girl. It's so bad. It's like the most painfully awkward oh, conversation could have. Oh, you don't they're mean literally. <laughs> no, <laughs> because he did that in a different oh, scene. He literally yeah, picked her up I, I and went to the were... shower and made out. Oh, no, no, not that. When he was, like, you know, hitting on her. Yeah. Because his friend goaded him to doing it. Uh-huh. And he went along with that. Because he wanted to get revenge for the guy throwing him in, in, in the drunk tank overnight. Even though his dad came and bailed him out and wasn't any real problem for him. Because, you know, he's rich, so not, there aren't real problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one real problem. Yeah. 9 11. <laughs> Dan. Oh, um. Oh, man. Uh. What is the height of that arc? When they don't show the plane crash? No. <laughs> but, in a sense. That is, mm. after Officer Dad, <laughs> Detective Dad leaves Robert Pattinson's house and they have the argument and we seal this moment of, oh, she's now finding out in this br rushed dialogue that needs to happen this second and no later that this is why they started dating and she is upset instantly and now she will just be upset. At Robert Pattinson for a given amount of time. And then Agro just goes, It will be six minutes. As though he was ordaining us with 15 commandments. <laughs> that was messed up. It's pretty messed up. It was pretty messed up. It's worth listening to the commentary just for that moment, honestly. It really, it really yeah. is. It's true. I, I was fucking floors like, Exactly six minutes. How the fuck? fuck did he do that <laughs> aggro you have to f finish this off so, so you remember how they do the reveal that, that it's 9-11 and then they cut to black and you think oh the movie's over and then the movie turns back on and we do a bunch of kind of slow-mo shots of people experiencing 9-11 uh -huh. and that's that's the the emotional end of the film and then they like they, they do the narration about all the dumb hipster bullshit pattinson was saying throughout the film and a gandhi quote and and, and his scumbag roommate just, tattooed tattooed oh robert pattinson's God. name on his bicep like I, I i i've never in my life seriously wanted someone to be deported for being really, really <laughs> bad at being an American. <laughs> are, are you saying that the people who made this should be classified as being an enemy of the state? <laughs> no, like not. It, it wasn't antagonistic. They thought they were doing a good thing. Yeah. But at a certain point, obliviousness and incompetence becomes evil. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That, that's all our fucking segments. Does anybody have anything else possible to say about this fucking movie? 
when I came into this, I had no idea that the material of the rest of the film was that. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize I would be, you, you know how like, oh, I ran out of holes on my belt. I need to drill a new hole, hole so I can make it tighter. This was that for really bad 2010s drama films I've seen. I am floored. Yeah, I honestly didn't know much of anything about this. I thought it was going to be way more of a like almost romantic comedy up until the moment. That was my impression as well. That it would right. be like a stark difference instead of... that would provide of... a contrast. Right. And like if they did that, if it was like a breezy romantic comedy and then 9-11 happened, it would have been, oh, wow, you sick son of a bitch. I can't believe you did that. Right. And not, wow, you're a dumb you, bastard. You pretentious <laughs> dumb bastard. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know what I was signing us up for. <laughs> Robert Pattinson climbed out of a fucking crater to still be around. Good on him. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. He has a lot of money. Nothing can stop him now. <laughs> Except. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> Paul Dano. That's. What did you think I was? <laughs> uh, I also thought Paul Dano. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, you didn't watch the Batman? 